Hello, hello. Welcome back to It's Only Embarrassing If You're Embarrassed podcast. This podcast is a place where we normalize and share all things taboo, such as talking about mental health, struggles with anxiety and depression, going through divorce, experiencing grief, navigating adulthood, navigating addiction, getting into AA, and a little bit of everything in between. Hope you guys enjoy this episode. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to It's Only Embarrassing If You're Embarrassed podcast. My name's Madison, and thanks for tuning in to this episode where we are talking about five practical health and wellness ideas. And let me tell you a little bit more about what we're going to get into. So I think so often people are like, here's five secrets to wellness. Here's five tips to health. And uh, A lot of what I'm going to share is really like general concepts and then a few ideas under each concept. So I'm not really going to be like, oh, run on the treadmill for 30 minutes a day. That's step one. It's really just going to be more concepts of things that you can do to enrich your life and then some examples of how I do this in my life. So none of these are prescriptive. They're all just concepts and you can just figure out how they apply to your life. We all have the same 24 hours, but how we spend them and where might look a little bit different. So first practical health and wellness idea, find a way to move your body a few times a week. I am not saying that you need to work out for an hour a day. That isn't practical for most people. And most people also associate this with going to a typical gym and why it can be, it definitely doesn't have to. For me, this looks like I go to this gym called Pure Bar. I try to go four times a week and it is a gym that is mostly body movements. There is some weights. There is a bar kind of like a dance bar around the room and you wear these fun sticky socks and honestly I love it. It's instructor-led classes that are 50 minutes long and it's very fun, upbeat, it's generally women and honestly I love it and this is, I've tried all the gyms, I'm going to be honest with y'all. I At the beginning I tried Planet Fitness and I would be like I'm going to go and run on the treadmill and guess what? I would run on the treadmill for like seven minutes and then be like okay I have done my due diligence to the workout world, um, be back in six months. And so that didn't work for me. Then I realized I was the kind of person that like, I need to go to somewhere where they have a gym class. They're telling me what to do. And I can't just like skip out when I get a little tired, you know? And so I tried orange theory and I, really, really liked it. And so that's when I got really into instructor-led workouts. However, Orange Theory is a lot of high-intensity interval workouts and my joints over 30, they just couldn't handle it. So that's why I switched to Pure Bar. And uh, for me, this looks like going to Pure Bar, but I used to only do high-intensity interval workouts and cardio, but that really isn't good for my joints. And I also try to do prayer walks a few times a week to get endorphins flowing and have time with God. And that is what moving my body looks like for me. But for you, it could be joining an adult sports team. I looked into an adult swim league at one point because I swam when I was younger and I found that they have an adult swim team where I live locally. And there's so many examples of different things like that, that you can do to just move your body. 
I know people who play in adult softball leagues, different things like that. So finding a way to move your body a few times a week really is whatever you want to make it and however it's going to feel good for you because running is not for everybody. Doing high intensity isn't for everybody. So just find what works for you and commit that maybe you're just going to go two, three times next week and then just build from there. That's really what I did at the beginning. I was like, okay, I'm going to go two times a week. Then I built up to three and now I've built up to four. And so it's been definitely a slow evolution. It's taken me, you know, probably a year to get up to going four times a week just to give you some perspective. Okay, so second practical health and wellness idea is finding a way to incorporate faith into your daily life. So for me, this looks like starting my morning with a morning routine of reading the Bible, doing a devotional reading, journaling, and listening to Joyce Meyer Ministry Podcast. And I know that sounded like a lot as I rattle it off, but I literally can do this in probably 20 to 30 minutes in the morning. And for me, my anxiety is worse in the morning. So I have to make sure that I start the day with faith. So that way I don't have time to let any of the negative thoughts in. Another thing that I'll do is as I go throughout the day, I try to pray as things come up that might irritate me or confuse me or trigger me. And I literally try to envision myself like boxing up these worries and cares and giving them to my higher power and then just moving on with the day from there. Um, of course, I mentioned earlier that I love to do a prayer walk. That's a great way to incorporate faith into your daily life. And this is literally just a device-free walk where I'll spend time praying over anything that comes up. And a lot of times I'll do this if I'm just like very anxious. I'll just like get out, move around. And then as I'm moving around, like I'll be like, oh, this is why I'm so anxious. I'm worried about this thing. And then I'll just like pray, give that thing to God, and then try to move on with my day whenever I come back from my prayer walk. So that is something that personally works really well for me. And it's something that I've learned that faith isn't something you can put in a box. Say like, yeah, I'm going to go to church on Sunday, check the faith box, and then just do whatever throughout the rest of the week. If you're able to incorporate faith into your daily life, you're going to be so much more happy, more fulfilled, and more relaxed. Okay. Number three, pay attention to what you put into your body. And by this, I mean, I used to live off of iced coffee, sugar, pre-workout and alcohol. And now that I'm hydrated and healthy, my body feels so good. I switched to natural caffeine and I make a conscious effort to have something healthy midday, like an apple or grapes and a veggie with dinner each night. And those are not super huge things. I literally buy five apples when I go to the grocery store every week. So I have an apple to eat each day during the week. And then maybe I'll buy asparagus and corn, do asparagus two nights, corn two nights, and bam, there's my veggie and there's my, you know, apple or more healthy thing during the day. I also have cut out iced coffee and soda and I use these liquid IV energizers instead. And so if you guys aren't familiar with the liquid IV brand, I think it originally started out as a hydration brand. And actually how I found liquid IV is back when I was drinking, I used to use the liquid IV hydrators for hangovers. Like I would wake up and have one of these, uh, hangover, uh, things in my water and it would be the equivalent of like three glasses of water. And now in my sober life, I use these for natural energy. So I'm not living off of iced coffee for me, just like iced coffee, energy drinks. They just make me more anxious and more jittery than I already am. And we don't need that. And that's taken a lot of self-awareness for me to acknowledge, admit, and to make those changes. 
Okay, fourth tip, find a way to make time for mindfulness. This can be through therapy, through meditation, or through a support group. Making time to help yourself is how you're ultimately able to help others and to live a fulfilled life. So for me, I go to therapy generally every like two to three weeks. I try to meditate every single day and I'm involved in the AA community. And all of these things keep me sane, keep me sober, and keep me growing. And if you guys are like, what the heck do you mean by you meditate every day? So literally what I do is I go onto YouTube, I'll search guided meditation and I just find one that I like and I listen to it for 10 minutes and bada bing, bada boom. And for me, meditating has helped so much with anxiety, with working through fears, with being able to like, okay, I'm upset about this. Why? Like unpack that further till I get to like the root cause of things. And honestly, it's just helped me be so much more in tune with my tuition. And I love that. So Number five, create better habits. I think so often we're worried about breaking bad habits that we don't realize that creating good habits will ultimately create the stability we need. I personally have nights set out for AA meetings and I've never been more confident with how I spend my time and who I spend it with. And a way this is like physically resonated for me is I used to always be a nail biter. Anytime I was anxious, I would just bite my nails. I would pick up my nails. It was such a bad habit. And I probably did this for 10 or 15 years, right? And I was constantly like, I'm going to quit biting my nails. I'm going to quit biting my nails. I'm going to quit biting my nails. And then I couldn't. And I was like, oh, this is so irritating. And then finally, I realized that what about if I focus on how do I take care of my nails? How do I heal my nails? And then I started going and getting manicures every like two to three weeks, having them clean up you know, all the areas where I would bite at my nails. And then they would come out looking so good that I literally wouldn't even want to pick at them. And then once I started picking at them again, then I would go take care of them and then they would be good for another few weeks. And I noticed the longer I did this, the less in between I would bite my nails and the longer I would go. Like I remember when I was like, oh my gosh, I haven't bit my nails in three days. Then it was like, I haven't bit my nails in a week. And then it was like, man, I haven't bit my nails since the last time I got them done. And so for me, instead of just being like, oh my gosh, I have this bad habit, break it, break it, break it. Instead of like embracing like, okay, what is something good that I can do to take care of myself in this area actually was the key. And I never would have guessed that because that's just not how my brain works. I'm like, work hard. That's how things happen. Not like just go with the flow and take care of yourself and things will come like such a foreign concept for me. But I wanted to share that because that was really a way that I was able to break the habit, heal from within, and definitely something I did not see coming. So I hope you guys enjoyed these five practical health and wellness ideas. Again, take what resonates with you, leave what doesn't. And I'll be back on Friday with Faith Friday, where we'll finish unpacking the book of Matthew. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And as always, happy healing, babes. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of It's Only Embarrassing If You're Embarrassed podcast. If you guys enjoyed this episode, please click the follow button to get alerts for new episodes and please leave a five-star rating and review. It really helps with the show. And of course, if you listen to this and you were like, you know who needs to hear this? My best girly pop, my mom, my sister, whoever please share with a friend and as always happy healing babes.